0: Hello, uh, this is Mark Kogan. I'm a professor of Peace and Conflict Studies at Kansai Gaidai University uh, based in Osaka, Japan. And I'm here with Safar Yousafzhi, uh from the Strategic Region Institute. He's a senior research associate. And we're going to talk a little bit about the refugee and humanitarian situation uh, in Afghanistan. So Safar, uh, if you could, um brief us a little
1: bit about uh, the refugee and idp situation in afghanistan uh, thank you mark uh, uh, yes the situation in afghanistan uh, is quite precarious following the the fall of kabul to the taliban uh, is uh, the, the, the the situation is quite vulnerable and uh, uh, many people as we saw that they they wanted to flee the country and Uh, uh, One of the uh, neighboring country, Pakistan, where uh, at the moment, even at the moment, more than two million refugees are living. Uh, Many thousands of people have crossed the border uh, to Pakistan as well. Uh, So uh, at the moment, the Taliban regime is trying to uh, control the situation. Uh, by uh, getting legitimacy, political legitimacy, uh, humanitarian and economic aid from regional and global powers, uh, and uh, we saw today there was a meeting in Moscow, and where the Taliban was, they time and again they are asking for humanitarian aid from regional and global powers. So, so. If they could uh, get this legitimacy, political legitimacy, and then uh, some economic aid from regional and global institutions and countries, so 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 they would be able to uh, to somehow control this uh, refugee situation or this this poverty. Mm. Yes, please. And uh Mark, uh, if you allow me uh, to ask you the uh, question that uh, how do you see uh, the, the uh, humanitarian situation inside Afghanistan as you have worked uh, in Afghanistan with the uh, UNDP and so so, so you could that 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 what could be the future of this precarious situation in Afghanistan?
0: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's interesting, but uh, you know since the Taliban took over Afghanistan um, in on the the fifteenth of August, and, and just following up with what you said, you know the number of IDPs uh, in Afghanistan have doubled uh, in the previous month. I mean there are now um, more than two hundred thousand, according to to OCHA, and yeah. you know. Um, actually, actually, I, th- I think that now is, uh, uh over, uh, 500,000, maybe 580,000. Uh, and, you know, and then a lot of people are, are, are fleeing the country. You know, yeah. um, there were about 115,000 people that were fled, uh, from, uh, the country by the United States or they are evacuated, but it's the, uh, sheer number of people, uh, that have been left behind that are, are um, the biggest concern. Uh, one is simply that you have millions and millions of people uh, that are spiraling out of control. They, they face uh, severe hunger uh, and poverty. And there is a, a deep humanitarian uh, crisis unfolding. And I think the, the issues going forward are what to do about the Taliban and its legitimacy, but also uh, what to do with the $1.2 billion in aid, and this is a largely humanitarian aid, um, that could potentially flow into Afghanistan to um, uh, alleviate a humanitarian catastrophe. But the issue really is making sure that the taliban um hold up their end of the bargain uh humanitarian aid agencies are waiting on the aid but countries are simply not willing to put uh that much money in the hands of um an organization or a government uh, that simply can't be trusted, uh, so there's this kind of uh, debate or a, a kind of uh, a situation where um, aid is being strangled, so to speak, in this battle um, for legitimacy. Um, so the issue, I think, uh, is you know how do you. Um, deliver humanitarian aid without enriching the taliban in some fashion right um you don't want to put people in the position where they are literally selling their belongings in the streets to survive but you simply don't want to empower the taliban as well yeah thank you